0: Hey, I'm Christopher Schiefling. Thank you so much for joining me for Auscultation, a podcast in search of a humanities-based practice of healthcare. Today we're listening to excerpts from the essay Of Experience by Michel de Montaigne, who was a 16th century French philosopher most famous for popularizing the essay as a modern literary genre. In this essay, Montaigne reflects on his suffering from kidney stones and explores how this experience brings him philosophical insights. Excerpts from Of Experience by Michel de Montaigne, translated by Charles Cotton. It has naturally brisk and vigorous excesses, it claws me to purpose for a day or two. Thou art seen to sweat with pain, to turn pale and red, to tremble, to vomit blood, to suffer strange contractions and convulsions, at times to let great tears drop from thine eyes, to urine thick, black, and dreadful water, or to have it suppressed by some sharp and craggy stone that cruelly pricks and tears the neck of the bladder. But is there anything delightful in comparison of this sudden change when from an excessive pain I come by the voiding of a stone to recover, as by a flash of lightning the beautiful light of health, so free and full as it happens in our sudden and sharpest colics. As the Stoics say that vices are profitably introduced to give value to and to set off virtue, we can, with better reason and less temerity of conjectures, say that nature has given us pain for the honor and service of pleasure and indolence. I moreover observe this particular convenience in it, that it is a disease wherein we have little to guess at, we are dispensed from the trouble into which other diseases throw us by the uncertainty of their causes, conditions, and progress, a trouble that is infinitely painful. We have no need of consultations and doctoral interpretations. Now if I feel anything stirring, I do not fancy that I trouble myself to consult my pulse or my urine, thereby to put myself upon some annoying prevention. I shall soon enough feel the pain, without making it more and longer by the disease of fear. He who fears he shall suffer, already suffers what he fears. There are none but fools who suffer themselves to be persuaded that this hard and massive body, which is baked in our kidneys, is to be dissolved by drinks. Wherefore, when it is once stirred, there is nothing to be done but to give it passage. We ought to grant free passage to diseases. I find they stay less with me who let them alone, and I have lost some reputed the most tenacious and obstinate by their own decay, without help and without art, and contrary to its rules, Let us little permit nature to take her own way. She better understands her own affairs than we. Some thoughts on stones. Montaigne, together with the archaisms of Charles Cotton's 17th century English translation, bring us some marvelous descriptions of kidney stones including gravel, crude matter, petrified phlegm, a massive body, and some sharp and craggy stone. And then there is his dramatic account of renal colic, with its brisk and vigorous excesses that claws him for days, making him suffer strange contractions and convulsions, and urine thick, black, and dreadful water. For the purpose of this reading, I have significantly concentrated his portrayal of pain. In the course of the full essay, though, Montaigne actually confines these descriptions to two separate parts, and each is only a brief sentence tucked into a larger paragraph. The rest of the time, his colic is described more gen- generally as pain or suffering. When taken as a whole. The essay places much more emphasis on the benefits of renal stones, which include the opportunity for social admiration that comes from tolerating suffering with grace, the great relief and renewed appreciation of health that comes when the stone passes, and the gratitude that comes from seeing that kidney stones are not as bad as other diseases because they have no lingering effects and the cause of the suffering is known. In this way, Montaigne's reflection on his kidney stones serves to reframe his illness as an opportunity for virtue. What do you call someone like Montagna who is being stoic during a flare of renal colic? Stone-faced. Some thoughts on treatments. Throughout the essay, Montaigne is very skeptical of doctors. He accurately observes that the physicians of his day regularly gave varying, if not opposing, medical advice that usually caused more suffering without any benefit. As he says in another part of the essay, if your physician does not think it good for you to sleep, to drink wine, or to eat such and such meats, Never trouble yourself. I will find you another that shall not be of his opinion. The diversity of medical arguments and opinions embraces all sorts and forms. For millennium, people have tried to dissolve kidney stones with a variety of concoctions. From prescriptions for the sexual organs of a female donkey in ancient Mesopotamia in the second millennia BCE, to the urethral insertion of clarified milk in India in the 600s BCE, to mixtures with ingredients such as scorpion ash, bull's gallstones, and honey from rose in medieval Europe. Despite the persistence of this notion to dissolve kidney stones, Montaigne's intuition that there are none but fools who suffer themselves to try to dissolve this with drink, is just about as accurate now as it was then. Today's treatments for acute kidney stones focus on helping the urinary tract expulse the stone rather than dissolve it. What's more, for small stones, even our modern medicines are unlikely to be any better than if we, as Montagna recommends, let us a little permit Nature to take her own way. Why do ungrateful people get kidney stones? They take things for granted. Some thoughts on narrative medicine. The biomedical model of medicine, which focuses on the facts and science of disease, has led to many amazing technologies and treatments. However, the reductionist lens of this model has been part of the wedge separating patients and their clinicians. Narrative medicine, on the other hand, seeks to strengthen the patient-clinician relationship through a more holistic perspective that highlights the importance of the lived experience of illness. One of the tools of narrative medicine is the personal illness narrative where patients reflect on how their illness impacts their lives and how they respond to this disruption. This process of storytelling can benefit both patients and their clinicians. Patients can gain a sense of meaning, agency, and recognition, and practitioners can gain a clearer understanding of what matters most to patients and where true healing can begin. In this essay, Montaigne presents his personal illness narrative of kidney stones. As a physician, it is easy for me to simply write off an order for ketorolac for nephrolithiasis without being present to the exquisite suffering of kidney stones. Montaigne's description, however, brings an image that is infinitely more engaging than the 0 to 10 pain scale. In addition, Montaigne's reflection on his illness brings him several insights. First, it is through his kidney stones that he can truly understand and practice the Stoic philosophy of virtue. Second, this experience fosters his belief in the importance of humility and patience with respect to humans' knowledge of the world. And finally, the fact that such insights come from a, a corporal experience is ample evidence for the central thesis of his collection of essays, which is that any knowledge we can glean will be based in careful reflection on our experiences. Or as he puts it, I study myself more than any other subject. Tis my metaphysic, my physic. I'd rather understand myself well in myself than in Cicero. Of the experience I have of myself, I find enough to make me wise, if I were but a good scholar. Why do couch potatoes get kidney stones? They lead sedimentary lifestyles. Some thoughts on bibliotherapy. I regularly share these passages with my patients suffering from kidney stones with good effect. My patients seem to enjoy the unique descriptions of their illness as well as the solidarity with a 16th century philosopher. I also hope that they are inspired by Montaigne's gift of reframing his pain through careful self-reflection. Please share this passage, which can be found in the show notes, with any of your patients, family, friends, or anyone else you think could use it. Excerpts from Of Experience by Michelle de Montaigne, translated by Charles Cotton. It has naturally brisk and vigorous excesses. It claws me to purpose for a day or two. Thou art seen to sweat with pain, to turn pale and red, to tremble, to vomit blood, to suffer strange contractions and convulsions, at times to let great tears drop from thine eyes, to urine thick, black, and dreadful water, or to have it suppressed by some sharp and craggy stone that cruelly pricks and tears the neck of the bladder. But is there anything delightful in comparison of this sudden change when from an excessive pain I come by the voiding of a stone to recover, as by a flash of lightning, the beautiful light of health, so free and full as it happens in our sudden and sharpest colics? As the Stoics say that vices are profitably introduced to give value to and to set off virtue— We can, with better reason and less temerity of conjectures, say that nature has given us pain for the honour and service of pleasure and indolence. I moreover observe this particular convenience in it, that it is a disease wherein we have little to guess at. We are dispensed from the trouble into which other diseases throw us by the uncertainty of their causes conditions, and progress, a trouble that is infinitely painful. We have no need of consultations and doctoral interpretations. Now if I feel anything stirring, do not fancy that I trouble myself to consult my pulse or my urine, thereby to put myself upon some annoying prevention. I shall soon enough feel the pain without making it more and longer by the disease of fear. He who fears he shall suffer already suffers what he fears. There are none but fools who suffer themselves to be persuaded that this hard and massive body, which is baked in our kidneys, is to be dissolved by drinks. Wherefore, when it is once stirred, there is nothing to be done but to give it passage. We ought to grant free passage to diseases. I find they stay less with me who let them alone, and I have lost some reputed the most tenacious and obstinate by their own decay, without help and without art, and contrary to its rules. Let us little permit nature to take her own way. She better understands her own affairs than we The Charles Cotton English Translation of the Complete Essays of Michel de Montaigne was published in 1686 and is part of public domain. You can find the show notes for this episode at anauscultation.wordpress.com.